Sports Radio, AM 1060, KDUS Tempe, Phoenix, and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale, Phoenix, driven by Chapman Bell Road Hyundai. Come see us or check out our specials online at ChapmanHyundaiPhoenix.com. You're listening to the Casual Sports Show on NBC Sports Radio, AM 1060. The show exclusively known as the voice of the Arizona Cardinals fan club, The Bird Gang. Now with your host, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E. Bird Gang on three, one, two, three. Bird Gang. To join the conversation, dial 602-260-1060. Greetings, Bird Gang, and welcome back into the Casual House. Another lovely Monday night. Brings you another edition of the Casual Sports Show. The only show that is the exclusive voice of the Bird Gang and every other fan club for our local teams as well. You know how we do it. You want to follow the show, go ahead and hit us up on our three outlets. uh, Facebook, Twitter, and our, of course, uh, YouTube. And you can also hit us up on our website at www.casualsports.com. That's K-A-Z-U-A-L with a Z at the end of sports. And my man Sean here is going to tell y'all where y'all can follow us as well. We're going to be on all of the podcasting platforms that you love. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Just search casual sports as you always do. Every episode is going to be up live and ready for you where you are whenever you want it. All right. And the show is growing, Bird Gang. And thanks to you guys listening. We are growing by leaps and bounds, so keep listening. Got a lot to get to tonight, of course, on tap. We got the Bird Gang presence is in the house. We'll let you know which Bird Gang presence is in our house tonight. Of course, we're going to talk about some of the bombshell that went down today, of course, Patrick Peterson's request for a trade which I still haven't heard directly from his mouth yet. I think he meant fantasy trade. <laughs> that had to be it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to also talk about, of course, the firing of Mike McCoy. Of course, all this was Thursday, so this is like old, old news. So Still good news. But it's still good, exactly. <laughs> and we got to do some retracting of our can't get right from last week. <laughs> yeah, well, just, we, could still, we could still be right. Yeah, we could be. Yeah, you're right. So you're maybe right. we'll just acknowledge that you're it's right. possible. Of course, I'm your host again, Earl Burnett, and he is Sean McConnell. Yes, yes. And uh, this is what we do every Monday night, 8 to 9. And uh, Bird Gang, you know what we do? We're going to go ahead and drop the Bird Gang presence that's in the house. Let's find out who is in the house tonight. That's starting to grow on me in a little bit. I feel like I should be, you know, breakdancing on some cardboard right now. <laughs> I break to my grow neck on though, me a little tried. bit. But we got in the house tonight that we're going to do our every three-week fantasy football update. And I got, of course, my man in the house, the one and only Nathan, that kid. Harvey is in the house. What's up, man? Nothing much. All right, man. You know we got to bring you back in here and talk this fantasy stuff, man. This league is starting to heat up and... 
Of course, you're still on top of the least. Three weeks ago, you were on yep. top, and now three weeks later, you're still on top. What's up, man? Yep, first place. <laughs> I did lose one, but five and one still. Oh, okay, it can't be cool. possible. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> one thing I got to give you, let you guys know that I didn't tell you last time, that his his nickname on the game on the fantasy football is that kid. And that's he's that's not a nickname. He's really a kid. This dude is only 13 years old. And he's uh, beating us all. And, and he is really doing he's doing his own team. He's not getting any help from anybody that's doing it. You know, he has a history of winning fantasy football. Yep. And uh he's a sports junkie at 13 and I I, I love your passion like I, I told you last time you were here. Uh, your passion for sports for, for such, at a such at such a young age is amazing to me. So all right, so 13 years old, and he's running a league right now. So, okay, we we got to get down to brass tacks here because somebody got to kind of come and shut you down now because <laughs> <laughs> what you got going for playoffs? What, what is your plan for the playoffs going into the fantasy league? Playoffs? My plan for playoffs is all my players are going to be back healthy, and I'm going to have the most stacked team in the let's, league. Okay, let's go over your team a little bit. I, I kind of dissected you a little bit on your team here. Yeah. And I'm wondering, how the heck are you winning – games with C.J. Beathard as your quarterback. Remember you were trying to get uh, – uh, Yeah. You were trying to get – Baker uh, Mayfield yeah, Baker for Mayfield a second. Off and he couldn't, you didn't get him. As soon as huh? I didn't get him, it was immediately C.J. Beathard. I knew he was the backup of – backed up Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. So – But did you anticipate him to be this good? I mean, he, he's scoring I, you enough points to still stay yeah, in the league. put up good points, except this week. This week he did pretty bad, but that's all right. Right. Other weeks he was doing really good. Right. Because you know it's not about – him winning games is about him just yeah. putting up numbers. He's been putting up numbers. Yeah. So okay. And so who are you playing tonight? You, you, tonight you're you have a guy you're playing in the league right now that is, I think he's four and no three and three tonight. Yeah. And, I won. And, and and you beat him already with only eighty points. Yeah, it's bad. It was my team did not perform this week like at all. Yeah. I mean, one thing, I, guys, if you're gonna get in the league, please play the league. If you're going to yeah. get in the league, play the league. I hate when somebody gets in the league. I'm trying to play the league, and I still can't win. <laughs> and they sit there, and their, their their active roster has inactive people on it, people on their bye week. And I'm like, you know, people on IR. It's like, come on. Don't just give people free uh, easy wins like that. But, okay, I broke down your schedule. I mean, your your uh, your, your uh, team. And in our 20-team 20, 20 league, we have five teams that are 5-1. and one. Yeah, only three left now. Right. Oh, you already went through it already? Yeah, because you lost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's, that's true. I did lose. I, I'm on a two-game losing streak. How does that feel? Man, it, it hurts because you know what? Tell I, me more. I, I, I did a blockbuster trade two weeks ago. That was nice. And My I wife downvoted it. And, I, and it did nothing <laughs> for me because the receivers were on by the next week. So I'm like, oh, man. So I'm it's on a, bad a trade. game losing That's streak. a John Gruden type trade. You know, oh, That's man, better that for was, the future. Let me tell you all, this trade was. <laughs> his his trade is better for the future. Look, when the season broke, when it started going, when it, when it started, Nobody wanted Carson Wentz for some reason because he was hurt coming off of injury. Yeah, he they didn't hurt. know when he'd come back. So I, I stacked him it. on the roster for what five or oh, a couple of weeks, and he just sat mm-hmm. on my roster, even though he was ready to play. I didn't play him. Right, and so I said, you know what? He's starting to get good. Let me just see if I can shop him around. Yeah, and so this you got one a good dude. Trade. Yeah, you saw the trade. Yeah, yeah. You, and so y'all better look out because when the playoffs start, oh, you have a better team now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I gave up Carson Wentz and Geronimo Ellis uh, Allison, and I got back 
DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm like, whew. But then he ends up playing this week against uh, Jalen Ramsey and kind of didn't do as what he normally does. But yeah. he still got me some points. But all right, man. So looking at your team, you got wins of those five teams that are five and one. How many do you think you beat? Beat them all. I'll be all five. What do you mean? No, no, no. You, you're part of that five and one. How many have you played anybody that's in that five and one status? Oh. So have you played anybody? I have I'm no idea. You have no idea, do you? I think I, no, I think I may play one of them. It might have been like, you, come on, man. You I got think, it. That's something. the first. See, yeah. You keep keeping up with your stuff. I don't know. Like I think this. so. See, 13 years old dude keeping up with his own stuff and his stats and knowing who he's playing, his percentages, everything. Okay, so, yeah, you're right. You beat come on, man, and he hasn't lost since you beat yeah, him. Yeah, he's. That was the first game of the season, mm-hmm. and he beat me last week, freaking Lynn Jackson. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he he's uh, atop the league. Then you got the four and two guy you beat, then a two three and three guys you beat, and then of course you had two bottom feeders. So I, when you were here last year, I thought when you're not last year, last couple of weeks, I told you that you were beating teams that weren't doing anything. But that's not actually the truth. You're actually beating teams that are on top of the league. Yeah. So okay. I put up big numbers, but. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, you, you squeezed by tonight for sure. Next week's matchup, you got my man over here. I do. If the shoe fits, <sighs> who's having a pretty tough. Can I, can I just say that, like, all of my guys got on <laughs> injured reserve. I had Jay Ajayi. Oh, that was supposed to be my bell cow. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just throwing in the towel. I'm right. just, I'm yeah. up for whatever right, right now. But you never know. Anything can happen, though, because that's what fantasy football is about. Anything can can transpire can change like like you just said injuries anything can happen yeah so but the playoffs are going to be a different monster so playoffs yeah so if you're you only get one shot in the playoffs yeah so so you think you're gonna be uh up for that as far as doing any trades coming up uh, I'm not usually into the trades. There's not much on the like the waiver oh, wire. Oh man, you better, you better you better start watching the trades. The trades. Man. You, there's been one trade this whole year. Is your trade? Nobody's uh, making any good trades. Well, when, when you think about it, look, you got teams that you know are not going to go nowhere near the playoffs. Yeah, you, so got, you can work out. We got trades 20 teams. At least eight of those teams are not going anywhere. So go start sifting those teams and hey, put some trades in. Maybe you come up on a few extra Maybe. receivers or a couple of extra running backs. <laughs> He said, maybe. So, maybe. Or stick with, what you, stick with what you know. I mean, you're going to do your own thing. But I'm telling you, when it all comes down to it, in the end, I'm going to win this thing either uh-huh. way. So, so I'm, kind of, <laughs> I'm gunning for you now. Now that I know, I'm like, okay, this, I found out he's doing all his own stuff, putting in his own team. He even drafted his own team. He's doing all the, uh, the stats, keeping up with it every freaking week, knowing who to pull out, who to put in at, this, at the right time. And it's like, okay. So he's he's a fantasy junkie. So. He's not scared of you, man. Oh no, nah, nah, I know he's not. You're scared. trying you're trying to all puff up. I'm man, trying he's... to like saying like, no, nah, we cannot let <laughs> the 13 year old take us out. Man. Hey, I mean, got, somebody got to stand up. <laughs> I mean, I'm already losing. Let the kid put the money towards a car. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really love it though. I I, I mean I mean yeah. to have a uh, somebody at your age to have that kind of passion for sports is really cool to me. All right, let's talk about your, your football season that just ended. Did it just end? You guys won state, I yeah, think? Yeah, we did. What was the record? Uh, and we lost three. You only lost three games this year? Yeah. Okay. okay. But they were all, like, out of conference games. Oh, okay. So yeah. you won all your conference games and yeah. you won the state game. I heard a story that your dad told me about you taking a pick yeah. and, and taking it all the way back and stopping on the one-yard line. Explain, uh-huh. let everybody know what that was about. Well, I took the pick – I had nobody near me. 
We had I had planned on letting other teammates score. There's been this one kid who's been wanting to score this whole year, and then there's another kid with a learning disability. Oh, okay. Who has this some sort of hand, handicap? And we gave him opportunities to score. Oh, that's cool. So I went out on the one. We yeah. gave him voice crack. <laughs> we gave him two opportunities to score, but he uh, barely didn't make it. I don't know. Oh, but that's well, hey, all right. But just the gesture alone is cool, yeah. man. So. So you take a, a pick six that could have been a touchdown, but you get you went yeah, out at the one-yard one, line. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's pretty cool. All right, so now you're going into your basketball season. Mm-hmm. I made this. And this team. kid, this kid is playing the two main uh, positions in both these sports: quarterback and point guard. Now. Point guard now in basketball. So those two positions are leadership positions, and that move you just did going out of bounds like a leadership move. Yeah. For your team, for your teammate, that's all. That's awesome, man. So you got a lot of traits, man. You got a lot of traits of of a of a of a of a starter, a star kid coming up. Mm-hmm. Is that where you kind of you kind of feel that yourself? Do yeah. You, you really do. For sure. Uh huh. Really. Okay. All right. All right. So what's the next move? You, basketball. Basketball season. Okay, yeah. Okay. So basketball. What are you? What's your plans in basketball? What are you gonna do? You gonna. Um, well, our team that I joined went 0-11 last year. What? Yes, they're pretty bad. They have all the same kids. I'm the only new player on the team. From what ah. I know, there's, like, maybe one a couple other people, but, like. Uh-oh. Well, you better do that Devin Booker thing. Yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got, but you know you got to make everybody yeah. else better. So, yep. all right. that's We'll have a winning record. Hopefully. Okay. So the goal. <laughs> That's the 13-year-old Nathan, the that kid. Now we know where you get your name from, that kid. Like, who the heck is this kid winning everything? <laughs> now I know where it came from. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's on top of the fantasy league right now, and uh, we are going to get back to this Cardinal thing because we got a lot of Cardinal stuff to get to. But we appreciate you coming in the house again, man, and giving us an update in this fantasy league. And three weeks from now, we'll catch up with you again, all right? All right. You listen to the Casual Sports Show here on NBC Sports Radio, NBC Sports Radio AM 1060, that is. We'll be right back, Burger King. Stick around. We're going to take a little break, but we'll be back in a while, so uh, don't nobody go nowhere. At a rough Friday night, we've all been there. Jumpstart your weekend by tuning into the Sports Hangover, Saturday mornings from 8 to 10, here on NBC Sports Radio AM 1060. It's now time to jump back into the action with Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E, on the Casual Sports Show on NBC Sports Radio, AM 1060. To be a part of the show, call and interact at 602-260-1060. Welcome back into the Casual House. Sean McConnell, Earl Burnett here with that kid. Quick update on the Suns-Warriors game. There's about five and a half left in the second. Suns are getting beat 52-37 to 37 against the Warriors. Which is to be expected. Booker's got eight. Warren's 14. What's DeAndre doing? DeAndre's got six points, two boards, two assists, and two personal fouls. Okay. He's a little bit more aggressive, I hope. Yeah, he's going up against some bigger guys, so. Man, that Jokic just put it on him. <laughs> that might be his kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. Man. But, okay, so we got... Of course, you know, the bombshell went down uh, earlier today. And um, we were at the game, and you saw that. What game? There was well, a game? Well, we were at the, let's call it, let's call it a. Back waxing? Uh, <laughs> let's call it a a, uh, a scrimmage. <laughs> oh, whatever. Denver, Denver Broncos uh, practice. But, uh, no, Patrick Peterson 
got a, a pick down the sideline. And normally, you know, he's all smiles. I mean, he's always all smiles. Know, yeah, all smiles and pass the ball off, off. And goofing around and, and having a good time. Did you see how he threw that ball up in the stands? He didn't just throw that ball. It was it was an underarm somehow under, under, cannon. It yeah. like might as well have gotten it into the nosebleeds. That's how mad yeah. he was when he threw he, that he, thing. He flicked that thing hard. He was, you can see the anger in it. He was just like, you know. But you can tell his anger sitting down on the bench, and I did not know it was going to end up like this. But um, my question about this whole thing is why couldn't he just come out himself and just say, publicly that's what he wanted why does it have to go through certain people like i have a theory on that what's that and it's it's good news if it's true Mm -hmm. the theory on this is he's doing this to let it be known publicly that how this culture is isn't working something has to change okay so it's saying hey this is not okay right I want to be traded. Wow. No, fix this. Right. Is what, it, what this actually is meaning. Yeah, it sounds like also, he's, he's screaming out something. Yeah. I have another theory. Now, this was tweeted out by, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Oh, man. So, Bobby Mack. Mm-hmm. Interesting note is that the Cardinals cornerback Patrick Peterson has the same agent, Joel Siegel, who has other has had other big-name clients get re- traded recently, including edge rusher Khalil Mack. Oh, wow. So there could be something here. There was also another theory that since there's two years left in the deal and the Cardinals are definitely going to have him play that deal, that he could use this as a way to parlay a contract extension mm. for a bigger contract. So those are rumors out there that could be a way of right. of steering that by saying you want to be traded. Right. You always have to kind of overreact in the NFL to be taken seriously. Correct. Looking I at, hope that's the case. Yeah, looking at this whole picture, the, 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 whole, the whole big picture, when you earlier he said some things about uh, he had some friends come out kind of speak on his behalf saying that they knew him kind of they you know and they said it had nothing to do with coaching this this has to yeah. be something to do with coaching right this has to be something to do with him not being satisfied with whatever this new regime has done since they've been here i mean this is per the this is per the the big guys out there that this is not about the coaches it's about the culture and the roster so that tells me that maybe it's the way they prepare Maybe it's the fact that the offense is so stagnant that the defense can't even help them. Okay. It's that's how bad it is. And maybe it's it's the guys across from him. Maybe he's tired of seeing Brandon Williams do stupid stuff on on special teams <laughs> or or seeing Rudy Ford get blown up and he has to cover for him and play safety. Yeah. Like maybe it's those but things that are that are really setting him off. When you talk about culture, where does that start? It starts up top. Right. And so could he be pointing the finger up there? He could be coining because there. That's the ones. That's those are the, the, the Steve Kahn is the one taking these players, picking these players, and or and, getting and, rid and, of and, certain and, best friends. Exactly, and have been a little bit missing. They're missing just a little bit on their talent evaluation. Yeah, and they're, so they're not maybe, hitting every maybe, time. Maybe Patrick is looking at that and saying, "Look, okay, this has been going on too long. The right guys are not coming in here, or the scheme's not working, or whatever." And then, like I told Jay earlier, they get into training camp. I mean, OTAs first in training camp, and then they get this whole philosophy from this new coach, mm-hmm. and then seven weeks in, it's all flipped upside down. It's flipped like, upside down. You've got guys like Hassan Reddick and Dan exactly. Buchanan hardly playing. Right. Guys that were that guys were staples. That used to playing with. Right. Staples right. in this defense, guys that you know you can rely on. I mean, there's, there's Jay right now on Facebook Live saying that Kime needs to be gone. Do you think that's the solution? No, because see, Kime has a he's got a bargaining chip, and his bargaining chip is these rookies that are on this roster this year. And those yeah, this, rookies, this is the make it or break yeah, it year. This, those rookies that he have 
that he picked this year are actually excelling a lot faster than the previous rookies. Kirk's leading the league yeah, as a rookie right exactly. now. Exactly. And then, of course, Poor you know, rookie. Mason Cole is doing pretty good and Josh Rosen, you know. So the, the rookie class seems like it's going to be a whole lot better than the previous rookie class. But it looks like to me, Steve Kime has to do some some things differently. Yeah. When I when I say that, I'm saying I'm saying, okay, you you you, you stuck your foot out there and got a little bit aggressive and got Josh Rosen and did right. the, did the did the, the draft thing and went up and got him. And okay. Now now him. now you got to kind of start doing a little bit on some more of that going and being aggressive in free agency, being aggressive in getting the right pieces here for uh, mm-hmm. you know. Because we've had opportunities to boost up this roster, and we just let him go by the wayside. I mean, I see, I see Amari Cooper headed to Dallas. Why is he not getting a shot? Called that two weeks ago. I was hoping yeah, that was going to exactly. happen. And when you said that, I was going. That is a that is a that would be a perfect trade. Yeah. So let's while we still have Patrick Peterson for this segment, mm-hmm. what would you get back for him if you mm. traded him? Oh, it would have to be a lot. I I, I can't let go of him without like three first rounders, and yeah, I know that would yeah, never happen. At least, yeah, you know that, but that's not gonna happen unless it's John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> unless it is John Gruden, but thank God but, we don't have then, John. But that Gruden. would be contradictive of on Patrick's part to end up a Raider, right? Right. I no, mean, that, that would that be that just as work. bad, if not worse. But uh, on back on the uh, Patrick Peterson thing here, uh, like I told Jay, I think all this thing comes down to just you know maybe just frustration right now, and maybe it'll blow over. And he'll calm down, and things will get back. And depending yeah. on what happens Sunday in this game with yep. the new the new offensive coordinator, you know, doing his thing, and maybe things will kind of die down a little bit, and he'll come back to you know. Yeah, and we we've heard that he's going to be meeting with Wilkes and hopefully okay. Kime, and then I'm assuming if they're saying they're not going to trade him, they better be saying let's get dinner tonight, let's exactly. meet tonight, let's air exactly. everything out, tell you our plan. See what we're going to do in the draft. At least outline what the plan is right. from free agency and draft. Say, hey, we got eyes on these guys, these guys, these guys. Because he's already got former players saying, come with me. Yeah. Come on over here. Yeah. This is something that needs to change. And right now, Wilkes needs leadership, not guys jumping ship. Exactly. Wow. We still got a lot to go on this. and uh, We got some a few more points we want. I, I wanted to make on that as well. So, But we got a lot more Cardinal stuff coming up. So, Bird Gang, you're listening to the Casual Sports Show, the voice exclusive voice of the bird gang here on nbc sports radio am 1060 hang around don't leave <laughs> 15 plus years of national and local sports knowledge added to the encyclopedia that is bob kemp catch bob in the sports zone weekdays from 10 to 1 here on nbc sports radio am 1060 we now return to the casual sports show on nbc sports radio am 1060 with your host casual e Welcome back into the Casual House Bird Gang. Want y'all to stay encouraged out there while things are down the way they are. I told you it was going to be rough, but I didn't know it was going to be this rough. But we, we knew it was going to be kind of rough. Every time you think it could be worse. But this this makes it really hard knowing that one of your star players wants out. And um, one thing I want to look at on, on that on that is, is, is guys that are star players like Patrick Peters. Captains. Captains. Uh, Richard Sherman, uh, guys that are do- all that 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 brotherhood of quarterbacks that all that that kind of volley for who's the best. Yeah, they want to all shine. They all want to be on top. Somehow, for the last few years, Patrick has kind of been hidden, 
And maybe he's seeing that as, look, my legacy's on the line here, and I'm not getting the recognition that I deserve. Yeah. And then I'm I'm kind of dwindling away here now that we we just blew up everything, and now we got to start all over, start all over. And it could take what two to three years to do a rebuild. He's probably said, I don't have two or three years in my right. prime. I'm ready to roll with a team that's going to get now. me somewhere. You know, he wants to compete for 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 playoffs and championships. Maybe that maybe that's just driving this whole thing. Well, it's it's obvious it's documented how competitive Patrick is exactly he prides himself on going up against the number one this year he only has three targets okay there's like no catches against him exactly. so I mean it's it you can easily always say that Patrick's the top two cornerback in the league even right. the diabetes year that had him all messed up he was still in the conversation exactly and that's something that has been very underrated not talked about enough because he's not the flashy guy that's going to get on camera and talk about Michael Crabtree. Right. <laughs> he's, he's not the kind of guy that's going to, you know, get right. penalties and, and do things do crazy. talking on the field. Ripping right. chains off or anything like that. He's just the guy who goes in, does his job, and unfortunately gets dumped on for exactly. it because he gets hidden. And in B.A.'s defense, right. unfortunately, he got hidden. Right. Here's another thing, too, that nobody's saying that I think is, may have something to do with this as well. He has a legend sitting in front of him that's doing the exact same thing, loyalty. How long has Fitz been loyal to the, to the Cardinals? And how many years have there and been how, trade requests? And, and, now, and now, now Patrick's looking at Fitz, could, could be looking at Fitz and going, this dude is in his 14th year. And now he got a 15th year, and now he has to do a rebuild. And you know he's going to retire before then. He's, championship hope's gone. Do I really want to go follow that? That's the, that's the unfortunate side of it. You have this great role model. But unfortunately, that's the blueprint for Patrick's future. Exactly. He doesn't. He's maybe looking at, has at Fitz lot, going. That has a lot to do with it. Maybe he's just sat down. He looks from the looks of his face in that stadium. The way he sat down on that bench, Head it looked like, it looks like he just took everything and start to see everything in front of him. Like, okay, where am I going? Well, you know what happened on Thursday? The roof was open. <laughs> he had no idea he could get out of the stadium. And then he looks up and he goes. But what's out oh, there? What's outside man. of this stadium? Where could I yeah. live? And so he just looked around. Larry came over and gave him a hug and stuff, and they kind of had a little conversation and talked. And, and you kind of just w- – I like watching them. You know, when I'm, when I'm yeah. there and I'm that close and I can see and I get the pictures and I see th- – the whole body language of that whole team was just all directed at Mike McCoy. You can tell. But that's yeah. – we'll get into that in he a minute. But you can just see by the, himself. The, the anger on, on his face was, what am I – why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And then he, you look at Fitz and you go, man, you just wasted – 14, well, you had a couple of good runs there, but you're not going to get back there, man. That's it. It's over with. And that's what speaks to Larry is that he's still putting up these numbers. I mean, right this year, obviously, there's no numbers. But Mm -hmm. he's all time has these numbers. It was like, if only, if only, if only, if only. Right. Peterson doesn't want that to be a discussion. Yeah. It's I want now. I want that, that ring. I'm going up against, you know, my idols. I have to beat them. Right. I had to beat Dion. Exactly. That's my point. Can't beat Dion if I can't That's win a ring. That's my point. And, and you can't put yourself in that category if you don't, like you said, if you don't have rings or even having challenged for rings. Yeah. I mean, now you got to also look at yourself, too, and know that you did have a shot and didn't show up in a day in NFC Championship He game. was one of the ones that and did not show up. He was one of the up. ones that did not show up. He had in one fact, good play. In fact, he was kind of one that kind of let that thing go down here when he fumbled that Punt return. Remember, yeah. he was trying to get that punt return and fumble it out of bounds. But yep. things like that happening in, in football, and it, you know, but you never know when you're going to get that opportunity again. And I know that looking at Fitz and looking at his situation, where the Cardinals are right now, 
I think that has a lot to do with his frustration right now. Absolutely, because you, I mean, we tweeted out, tweeted out today. Um, <laughs> we thought this was a, a retool. What, right. what happened to the retool? Now right. it's a rebuild all of a sudden. Exactly. And that that's really uh, so. So we were saying it's from John Gamador, a former teammate. Patrick Peterson tells me he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Wants a championship before he retires or have an opportunity to win. Exactly. Says he loves coaches. Speaks highly of Wilkes. He's not disgruntled about anything except winning. Mm. If you can somehow not hot, you can't get hot. This team can't get hot. Mm-mm. But if you can somehow <laughs> win five more games, maybe three of them in no. a row, no. it's not going to happen. No. Of course not. But if you can <laughs> get somewhere closer, somewhere better, maybe not blowouts, okay. and he can see there's a competitive thing here and realize all the money that's coming off the cap next mm. year right. and the picks that you're going right. to have next year. Exactly. Well, like, so that's you what I'm do saying. Something. Maybe, you maybe, can rebound. Like I'm saying, maybe it's just frustration. He'll see all of those things you just named and go, okay, let me calm down and let's see what happens one more year. And he's been frustrated before, but this is the closest yeah. and most public it's ever been. Right. And right. that's what's alarming. Yeah. All right, so let's move along here. The Cardinals got rid of one piece that they figured that they thought or they, they figure is part of the problem that's going to start correcting some things now. But how does one piece – how does one little small piece, or that's not that small actually, but how does one piece correct everything? I'm so excited to answer this. <laughs> the running game, oh, believe oh, it or not. Okay. Byron Leftwich, yes, the passing game is going to be a little bit different, but let it was me, already opening up when Rosen let, came let me, here. Let me, let, me, let me stop you right there Uh-oh. real quick. The running game. The running game. Where does the running game? The running game don't have five Mike McCoys out there blocking. Oh, you sound like somebody uh, I, no, I no, see no, on uh, Facebook uh, all the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's let's be real. Because when you when 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 Byron left, which comes in and he's going to yep. switch things around, you still work with that same Swiss cheese uh, D, uh, off offensive line. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's one thing running through Swiss cheese. It's another thing running on the outside of Swiss cheese. <laughs> I have a chart over here of Melvin Gordon's run attempts versus David Johnson. You see right here, David Johnson is either running in the middle a thousand times right. or running to the right. Okay. Melvin so, Gordon, so look at this, it. all over the place. Yeah, they have that kid all, over the place. all over the place. Put him next to the quarterback, put him behind the quarterback. I don't care. Right. Run him everywhere. Right. That's going to change, and I think it's going to help. Okay. It's not going to fix everything, no. But it, it is going to open things up, and you know he's going to be in the wide receiver slot now. Right. No more guys in motion. Guys are going to play in bunch, which is what B.A. loved to do. Bunch of receivers, send him out, play crazy, and, you, and throw the ball. When you think back when we were doing the coaching search and we got Wilkes, there was nobody else out there for offensive coordinator except Mike McCoy. Because really. remember, remember uh, uh, John D. Filippo from the Eagles turned down a second interview. Yep. Uh, James Better didn't even get an interview, or no, he didn't get a second interview. He got a first interview, but he didn't get the second interview. First interview was basically All these guys BA. turned it down, mm-hmm. and so Mike was pretty much the only guy to go at to 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 to, uh, to go with. So there was no word on Goodwin. That was the one that really disappointed me. Right. He didn't even get a shot. Man, I kind of wish now, when you think back now, is who who should we have taken other than Mike McCoy? There was nobody else there. So Right. The problem with that was, like, you looked at Goodwin as the guy that was going to replace Bruce Arians, and once you found out that he wasn't going to be the next head coach, mm-hmm. it's like, well, why am I going to stay here and do coordinator stuff? Okay. So. Wow. And so now we have Byron Leftwich is going to be the O.C., 
and uh, we know where that's taking the whole conversation. Is is now is this offense going to be BA's offense now all of a sudden again, or is it going to look like BA's offense? Is it going to be somewhat pieces of BA's offense? And my answer to that question would be: first of all, I have no clue, <laughs> and then second of all, if I had to guess, I would imagine it's all you know. You're going to do what you know. Why yeah. would you jump into something that you have no clue about and try something else? You're going to end up like Mike McCoy. So. But, Here's here's my theory on this. B.A. was was commented already about this since he got back from uh, London duty okay. uh, with uh, with CBS, right? So right, right. he uh, he was saying Byron is not a miracle worker because of the it's the O line injuries are going to set some of these things up for failure. Exactly. However, Leftwich has been in B.A.'s offense for more than like seven years. Exactly. So he knows the whole thing in and out. Okay. The problem is getting that whole game plan back in to all these players halfway through the season. So what you're going to be doing is looking at all those run-up-the-middle plays, basically, and tossing them. Mm-hmm. And and Leftwich is probably up still right now. Not, he probably hasn't even left Tempe going through all these plays and <laughs> scratching them off, going, nope, 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 that one's not working, that one's not working, adjusting, yeah. tweaking, right, and doing things because you can't do a whole new offense. Exactly. And yeah, you'll be, that the bye be- week's going to help. There's, he's going to throw some new things in there, I guarantee you. The bye week will help for that, but it's not going to be a total revamp. Not until next year. So do you think he'll be able to do enough to keep the defense off the field as much as they've been on the field? Can they keep? Can they sustain a drive for more than three to four plays? That's going to be the question. It's not going to be. We know we're not going to come out here and just blow the scoreboard up. We know no, that. It's but not what this we team. need to start seeing is first downs. <laughs> we need to start seeing deep first downs. We need to start seeing first and second down picking up that six yards yeah. and, and having only, you know, a third and short to go. We need to start seeing that. So is Byron Leftwich offense going to look like that where we're going more first and second down, giving David more space to get those six to five yard, five to six yards or what? Oh, I how's think, it going to look? I think yes. And here's, here's why David has already alluded that Byron, back during the B.A. era, was giving David Johnson tips on wide receiver routes mm-hmm. and when to cut in and how to position himself Okay, back then. So there's already a rapport with David, and okay. Lefty already knows where David's going to excel. It's like he was just not – he wasn't going to overthrow McCoy in the, in the, in the meeting rooms. Right. So, so real, I, I think it will. So real quick. Does he do the exact same thing with Fitz? Does he move Fitz back to that blocking receiver? Does he move Fitz back in a slot where Fitz can start excelling a little bit more like you know, like he did with under B8? This is the part that's going to be really interesting to me because this one I have no idea, but they were peers. They were peers for a long time in the NFL playing against each other, and I think Lefty's just going to, Larry, what do you want to do? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, I'm cool with it. Just let me know so I can change the plays up to put you where you need to be. All right. Hey, Nathan. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people out there where they can get in touch with you on your new social media stuff. Social media. I created an Instagram for fantasy. It is at that kid fantasy. Repeat, that kid fantasy. That kid fantasy on on Instagram. Instagram. Hit it up. I'll answer all fantasy questions you guys have. And yeah. (laughs) He'll answer all your fantasy questions and and set your lineup for you. (laughs) You're <laughs> looking out, man. <laughs> the Casual Sports Show right here on NBC Sports Radio, AM 1060, Bird Gang. We're going to get back into some stuff about who can get right. So hang around. The Sports Zoo with Dave Rooster Beerstein. <laughs> 
Weekdays from 5 to 6 with the bonus hour only on Tuesdays until 7. Here on NBC Sports Radio AM 1060. It's time to get back in the action with your host, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E, on the Casual Sports Show on NBC Sports Radio AM 1060. If you'd like to join the show, give us a call, 602-260-1060. Welcome back, Bird Game. I was going to do Can't Get Right, but... We already know who can't get right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they wear red and they play on Sundays. Yeah, so we didn't want to do too much banging on the Cardinals, so we're going to switch gears and <sighs> bang and on the Cardinals and, and leave that can't get right alone. But I only had one guy on there it was Blake Bortles anyway, so he can't get right. And man, he got his job back again. He'll be he'll be starting again. Surviving. They just they have not learned. I don't know why. Speaking Jackson of was, surviving, the Suns are not surviving. 47 yeah. to 71, yeah, they're second half. Le- they're getting a lesson in championship basketball. Well, not championship. Aiden exactly. can make some free throws, though. What the uh, champions do on the court, they show them how to run. <laughs> but um, let's let's do something here, okay? I, I was I was sitting at home, you know, saying, okay, what can we do on here to kind of do something fun? Not well, not fun, but we want to call it fun. It's the radio. But uh, the Cardinals, I'm looking at their schedule, man, and I'm going, <laughs> where is the next win coming from? And then I start thinking, man, let me see. The, the Rams haven't lost yet. So where is their loss going to come from? So I said, who's going to, what's going to happen first? Are, are the Cardinals going to win a game before the Rams lose one or vice versa? So you got your opinions. I got mine. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. All right. So we look at the schedule and we'll see, are the Cardinals going to win another game or will the, or will the Rams lose a game? So, so, looking at the Cardinals schedule, next Cardinals game, of first, course. The 49ers. Right. I, I think that they can. That's their one of their chances they could win. Yeah, done it before. But but the 49ers played very well the they last play, two weeks. They played very well, but they couldn't take care of the ball. They played, I'm talking about the last two weeks, they've played other teams better than the Cardinals and, and were in the games and scoring points in the games. Okay. And thinking back to our, our matchup with the 49ers, how – did we get our points off of what? Like you just said. Off of defense. Defense and turnovers. So if, if the 49ers come in with that stuff corrected, then what? Oops. So, <laughs> <laughs> I see the, your point. So I, what's the next one? Let's right. just say let's just say they, they the 49ers show up and win and, and, and the Cardinals can't win that. Tie. Game. Okay. All right. So <laughs> next game, next game they had the bye week, then they've got the Chiefs ah, at lost. Kansas City. Guaranteed L. Uh-huh. Home against the Raiders. There's your chance. That's a dumpster fire. That's your chance right there. I wrote that down as a win. That's a win. So that might be the time the Cardinals get their second next win. or third second win. Second or third win. Okay. At Chargers. Loss. No home field advantage, but loss. a loss. At Green Bay loss. in December. Loss. Home against Detroit. Detroit. Home. You don't know. Yeah, you're home against Detroit. You don't know what to make of Detroit, but. Mm. They at least have more wins than we do. And Detroit can still move the football and score. Relatively speaking. Loss. At, at, <laughs> at Atlanta on the track field. Loss. Home against the Rams. That's Loss. a win. Oh, wait. Nah. And then Loss. we finish at Seattle. Loss. Looking at a so two now or three you're talking win season. About a two win season. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe John Gruden and them might just get it together and and, and win a six three game. There have been t- there have been Cardinal teams that have gone in Foxborough and beaten the Patriots when they just want to sleep. 
Right. And that's that was, true. That's and true. They performed and then not way to mention, above. too, the Rams are probably not going to be playing for anything down at the last game, maybe. So they might not even be playing everybody. So you might have a chance to kind of sneak one out on them. But who's who the backup quarterback? So you're talking about a two and 14 season, mm-hmm. which will put them close and close to the number one pick. But what about the Rams schedule? All right. When the is the next time? When, when are they going to lose a game, right? or when will they lose a game? Well, first, can I just go back? I, I I looked it up, so I had to say we'll be playing Sean Mannion for the Rams, so that'll be the backup <laughs> quarterback. So take that for whatever it's worth. Okay. All right. So we got the Rams. They are going to be playing at home against the Packers. Win. Okay. I, I think maybe not, but we'll see. Packers are not the same team. Everybody keep thinking just because Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. That's not the same team. I get it, but I'm. It okay. could happen. All right. They're, they're bound to slip up eventually. Exactly. <laughs> At the Saints. Ooh, there's now there's a there's a matchup. That's a good matchup too. Those At, are two tough games. At the Saints. That's a two That's going to be their games. first loss. I think. See, so. I think it come it could come this week. Then you've got home against the Seahawks. Nothing happening there. No. Home against the Chiefs. That's Ooh. the one that everyone wants to see. That's the Super Bowl matchup. Super Bowl preview matchup. I yeah. mean, that's that's the big one. And then you've got at Detroit. Mm-mm. Win. At Chicago. Win. Home against the Eagles. Ooh. If the Eagles figure things out, could be a very tough game. Again, the Rams are already locked in. They might ease up and just take take their foot off the gas. I mean, it's the third to last game of the season. I'd see that being foolish, resting those guys with three games left in the season. But... Okay. There's no one in the NFC West that's going to challenge them this year. So, uh, then you've got at Cardinals and home against the Niners. Okay, so the Rams are going to probably lose in the next two weeks, either New Orleans or the Chiefs in three weeks or four. Or maybe Green Bay. You got to give them a little. It's not going to happen in Green Bay. Could happen. Okay, so, hmm, what's going to happen first? Cardinals could win this week. I think the Cardinals could win this week. Okay. <laughs> my only stat for that is that we did it already this year. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for that. <laughs> well, they did it before. Why can't they do it again? Speaking of the number one pick, I did a little research on that. Uh-oh. In Cardinals history, period, no matter what state they were from, didn't matter. We know they came here in 88, so we know they never had the number one pick in 88 up till today, up until this time. So they never had the number one pick. They've only had the number one pick three times. 1940, <laughs> 1945, and 1958 was the last time the Cardinals had the number one pick. Let's take it further than that. Imagine that the landscape of sports in Arizona, where we have two teams now within two years getting the first pick. That would be crazy. Now everyone's all excited, but it's, we're excited because we sucked. <laughs> right? Okay. Right. Right. It's sad because now you're looking at this as like a three to four year window of something actually turning into something. Exactly. We're looking at our first round pick right now, and yeah. and this ain't tanking. You just suck. Right. You He's know? not putting the team on his back. Yeah. It's like, what what can you do? You're going yeah. up against seven all stars in the Warriors. And so now, if we if we get the number one pick, I kind of look down the, the ranks of all the prospects, and I'm like, nothing's popping out. No, this yeah, th- at least nothing yet. in this draft is, is yeah. surprising me. And I don't think with the number one pick, you can take our guy, Nikhil Harry, that high. No, no, no. I don't no. think you can. So, And not a receiver either. You got you to gotta get somebody that's going to be now, like offensive linemen. But when you look at that, that, that run of offensive linemen, 
there's only one school you go look to, and that's it's Alabama. Yep. So let me paint devil's advocate for you, mm-hmm. or play devil's advocate. Another way to get Nikhil Harry, you have to trade Patrick Peterson. You get a first round pick. It's going to be to a contender, so it's going to be a later pick. Mm-hmm. Nikhil still goes in the first round. Well, like late. what, fifteen to twenty? Yeah, maybe. You could possibly pull that off. Yeah. It all depends on how the board shakes out, but right. is it worth it? I don't know. I, I just love Nikhil, and I, I love having Nikhil and Kirk. I just didn't see but that number one sure pick in the draft this year. I just haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty sure it'll trans- It'll start to form when by the time we get around there. So, But, uh, man, I hope we don't go 2-14. and 14. we got to at least get <laughs> – got to get at least four. But that schedule is brutal, man. I'm like, it's you, a look brutal at, one. you look at it, it's like there's no way. We're going we're gonna to have a three-win season tops. And what's interesting is that they always – they, they always set up the, the end of the year that we're all playing divisional games. And this is the first year for the NFC West where it really doesn't matter. <laughs> usually it's like, oh, this is for all the marbles. Seattle right. at Arizona. And it, usually Seattle wins. But this doesn't matter this year. Exactly. The Rams have it locked down oh, already. Yeah. And they, 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 they did that, what, weeks ago? <laughs> right? And that's not official, obviously, but still. Yeah. But everyone knows. We know. We know. Oh. So, uh, Bird Gang, you guys, we got to keep hanging in there. It's going to be tough going down the stretch. Um, I'm I'm very interested to see what this game's going to look like on Sunday. <laughs> very interested. Yeah. I'm sure like everybody else is, but don't expect miracles. It's Come not going to be. Come on, CJ, give us that ball. Yeah, it's not going to just be a, you know, that much of a turnaround. But um, the neutral zone is coming up on Thursday. We're going to go over the picks and what's going on in the pickums, and of course, uh, we will be back here next week for you, Bird Gang. You're listening to the Casual Sports Show on NBC Sports Radio AM 1060. Go ahead and uh, hit us up on all of our social media spots. K-A-Z-U-A-L with the Z at the end of sports. And we we go. go.